0: episode of Beyond the Front Door is brought to you by Peak Properties in Cheyenne, Wyoming. With over 75 years of combined experience in real estate, it's our goal to help clients buy and sell and save by providing the information you want and the professional services you expect. Let us help you with your residential, commercial, HUD, income-producing properties, as well as vacant land and rental needs. To learn more, visit www.sellcheyenne.com.
1: Do you actually... Tommy you got okay, me. you guys want a
0: heater on? Yeah. No, I just turned that one okay. on. I was like, I'm God. I'm still sweating, so. Yeah. But I like warm. So I'm just, Whew. I won't be mad
2: at it. It's so cold. I would have loved to have you both in here because you both have such different dorm experiences. That would have been fun. but.
1: My dorm experiences suck. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, what's the, uh, uh, the vulgar language? Are we just doing bleeps? No, you Are can, you can you swear a little bit. Well, it's going to just, yeah.
0: And you then, can cuss. There's no... Yeah, okay, well, that's just on the I'm what not going to
1: beep you'll you'll out. You'll put the... Ble- oh, okay. I, just, I don't need name,
0: to be out. Just, we, just, we beeped out people's names. If it. you were saying something mean about somebody, we might be like, Yeah,
1: we may get into that, because we got a lot of business that ties into the dorm and shit.
0: So. All right. <laughs> okay. okay well, as long as we don't line. know, <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm The drama. The drama. The I do. She
1: knows. Um... <laughs> <laughs> We now is something. it is it testing testing one two testing does it, does it he, now make sure
2: I know you want to be laid back no, but... Well, can
1: I hold it can I yes. like can yeah I, if you I, want to yeah okay
2: that'd be fun Okay. nobody's done that well yet. That's what I was
1: gonna say like does it affect it how close I am like does it really it make does it,
2: help it makes close. it better yeah. yes oh
1: it doesn't like yes. it's not super I can tell you right now I can hear you just fine <laughs> but on For sure. re, but on
2: the replay
1: but yeah you want to so just we did it
2: because we sat over here and
1: oh uh, here give me some cord. Give me some cord. That's better. This would be good. Yeah. This would be good. <laughs> oh boy. All right.
0: Thanks I need to go get my fitness ph- in today.
1: Thank you. I just
0: need to go get my phone really fast because I think I might put it right here and get some of him. Yeah. yeah. My phone. Yeah. So I can do something. Yeah. I just want to put it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It attracts attention on TikTok and on.
1: TikTok. I. I mean, just in general. I mean, today we're at the office and I had another. I had a gal come some up and she's students. like. Were you a sub at East? And I was like...
0: <laughs> I have a very <laughs> formidable oh. face. Well, I was, actually. Well, I, was,
1: I was. You're yeah. right.
0: Yes, that's <laughs> me. Do you want... So the other day, I was watching one. And the girl had it like this. Right. On her camera. Yeah. Oh, okay. She had it just like this. And it must have been record. I was like... I took a screenshot of it. Because I was like... I wonder if she's recording either herself... Oh, that's great. Yeah, that works. Close-up or... But I was thinking I don't want myself because then it would be looking at my nose. That's not a good, that's not a good view.
1: <laughs> that's
0: funny.
1: Do you guys have like questions that you guys have prepped already? Yep. Yeah. know I, I didn't based send on them like, to you. Based on this topic. To well, that's fine because then it's more genuine, I yeah. feel like. More of yeah, a genuine but gonna, response. What we
2: want is for young people to be... You're, it's relatable content, right? So oh, you're yeah. kind of leaving the house, going into the college dorm, then into an apartment. You've kind of went back and forth in your living situation yeah. right now because you're trying to pursue business opportunities, but right. what you really want is an investment property and we're gonna talk about some of the challenges with that because yeah. then what we'll do, yeah. once you buy your first one, we'll bring you back.
1: Bring it back in.
2: And for like a part two right. and talk about it, okay? So it's a journey, and I think one of the things that we've been talking about a lot on this, Jaden, is that it's not something that happens overnight. It takes time to accomplish your dreams and your goals, and that perseverance that it takes to make it happen is what we want to make relatable to everybody so right. you know. Okay? Yeah. All right. You're already recording, you though, right? Aren't you already recording? No. Yeah. Oh, I th-
1: Well, for shit's sakes. I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm Go ahead oh, oh, good gravy. Okay. Good
0: gravy. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. You're listening to Beyond the Front Door Podcast with Lindy and Ria. And we're real estate agents in Cheyenne, Wyoming with Peak Properties. And we bring you real estate stories that'll inspire you, make you laugh, cry, cringe, all the above. Come on in. We put the real in real estate.
2: Yes. And I don't think there's anybody that's going to get much more real than... Uh, my son, Jaden Parsons, who is joining us here today. So uh, thank you for uh, joining our podcast. Yes, thank, welcome well, to our studio.
1: Yes, I like it in here, actually. I really do. Yeah. I think it's a good setting.
2: Well, good. It is Jaden approved, which is always good news. So. Yes. Thank you.
1: Nice shirt, by the way. Do you like that? Thank <laughs> you. <Well>, so I, <laughs> I, I love I, when I bought this, I bought it just because I knew you'd like it. Nice. And same thing with the jeans. The jeans getting out of my comfort zone first off because I always go to American Eagle yeah for my pants and they're like $60 like 20 bucks where at Walmart oh Walmart jeans Walmart levi's
2: jaden's got the See? uh we've got a dad we've bod got a, we, clothing. No, well not
1: quite yeah the, the no, clothing. Not bod. we don't have we don't have the we don't have the body yet but <laughs> I told him he just needs a pair of new balances
2: now, a white pair. Yes,
0: yes. It's coming. This is like a family affair today because we have Grant as our producer behind the scenes there. hi. Yep, and and Grant's (laughs) Jaden's dad, in case case people didn't (laughs) realize that. Yep, and
2: your brother Josh was going to join us today, but he's working, and so here we are. We'll have him on a different time. Yeah. So, one of the things I would love for you to kind of share with us is right now it is college application season and people are, um, young people are applying to go to whatever college. Well, actually they probably already gotten the application Mm -hmm. done, but starting to think about their living arrangements, moving into a dorm, or if they're going to stay in their community college or whatever the case is. And so, I'd love for you to share your experience of when you graduated from high school and going into college the living situation initially
1: well so the the tough thing i struggled with because i uh, i got asked to play soccer for July college while i was up there okay. and they wanted us to be in the dorm so originally it was just gonna be me and um i think one friend at the time and our our coach at the time he he wanted us all in the same suite So it's a two-level apartment, basically, that's got... Kind of
2: like a townhouse. Kind of like a
1: townhouse, exactly, yeah. So it's got the living room, it's got the kitchen, and then it's got, I think it's got two or three single rooms and then two or three double rooms where two people could be in that room. And very quickly, I wanted to be in my own room. I didn't want to have to share with anybody. But you're sharing the house with nine dudes, nine soccer players, nine people that live differently. You know,
2: <laughs> different
0: living um, for your styles. first time. For the yes. first time, exactly living first time outside out. Of your home. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so I thought it was a good idea. So we all got moved in there, and honestly, it wasn't terrible. Everyone was like really good about doing their dishes and cooking and cleaning and doing their own thing. But I mean, it only lasts, you know, a, a week. Yeah, a week maybe. And um, I'm pretty confined in my room. I'm doing homework. You know, we're training, we're lifting class. So I wasn't really spending a whole lot of time out there, but. Our place was the like the party place so our team was there so we had I mean 20 of us there the girls team would come over all of us just at all times we always had people over so I'm in my room trying to get work done can't even do it it's too and I had gone to Buffalo Wild Wings one one Thursday or whatever they get that buy one get one whatever Mm -hmm. and put them in the fridge put them in the fridge oh my god sticky note how do
0: you not know this is gonna come down to yeah yeah (laughs) it always does
1: (laughs) you know well and i had a sticky note i put my name on it just just because and i and i even counted how many wings i had left and i wrote the (laughs) count i wrote the count on that sticky note because i knew if i went and opened it and there was less wings i'd know that someone had and they did they every single wing ate the whole fucking box of wings so i was like
0: and it's expensive
1: it's expensive, but it's also like you guys are now disrespecting me. So I go walking out there to get the wings, and I'm barefoot. And this is right – it's snowing at this point. Instead of laying salt down, they lay sand uh, at the dorms all over the, the boardwalks. So people are tracking sand into the house. Do you think they're taking their shoes off at the door? No. No. So I go walking out barefoot into the kitchen, and then Bob's my feet covered in sand. So that was strikes two, three, and four. <laughs> And then I opened the fridge, and now I have no food, you know? Yeah. Walked right to my room, unplugged my TV, and just started pulling shit out to my car. Was done. Moved yeah. right back in that day.
2: Yeah, Jaden's very organized and clean, and he has very strong boundaries. Yeah. And so you put him <clears> in a dorm <throat> with eight other soccer players. Oh, God. It didn't work out so good. Well, and then I—I
1: I mean, I had a cooler in my room of my own food, you know? And you'd think that that would be enough to keep people away. And then I'm sleeping, and I have people opening my door, and... Opening my cooler and stealing shit while I'm sleeping, yeah, you know, and I just like I would get up and I'd go in there and I'd look and then yeah, I'm missing Pop Tarts, I'm missing Gatorades, yeah, you know, I was like, this is I couldn't do it, food. couldn't do I it. I think
0: that happens a lot. I remember having roommates and hearing stories about I mean, people put their name on things, yeah, to, yeah, and they yeah because well, you bought it and it's yours and it's like mm-hmm. you. There's always those people who will take advantage of someone yeah. else, exactly. And I think. Your soccer coach at the
2: time learned as well after that first year that maybe putting all the starting players of the soccer team in the Just everybody together, yeah. Was it was maybe just, not the best idea.
1: Yeah, if one, you
0: want them to get along long play together. well,
1: yeah. <laughs> cool. and then the dishes are piling up, the trash is piling up, you know, everything's dirty, everything's a mess you know people come over we all do our parties and stuff like that and then they leave and then your house is just a mess yeah
2: so, so what's your advice then to any young person that's considering a roommate
1: to not live with roommates
2: what about if it's just one roommate disposes? and this I is mean, where i was this, wondering with josh well, coming in?
1: yeah and that's what i'm curious yeah. about too because it's like i it, i feel like it's so much more extreme in my case with like having the first example being with eight
2: yeah eight
1: roommates yep. you know but it's like the thing I've noticed the most, I think, even what I've heard from friends and stuff too, is that living with someone that you don't know is better is better than going in with a friend. Because if you go in with a friend, then you just...
0: It's a little more personal. It's a little more
1: personal. You know, if it's somebody that you've never met, you can kind of grow and be friends, whatever. But
0: you, but you begin but you it can, with boundaries. You can already but start you, the boundaries. You can yet. start the boundaries early, exactly. But when you move in I with had the friend, a roommate when I went to college my freshman year at Black Hill State, and it was terrible. I didn't yeah. know her. I did I did the thing. I was like, okay, I'm just going to get who I get. And she had guys in there all the time. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. It didn't work out. We'll <laughs> just say that helped. much. One semester. And I was like, I need someone new. Yeah. Well, and I
2: had... Um, With my our other son Joshua, when he was in the dorm, he was with the roommate. And they say that to have a roommate helps you acclimate to college and get you into the social scene a little bit. But I would say for my son Joshua, who's a very much more introverted and private, kinda like Jaden, a little more private. I think he'd have fared much better
0: in school had he had his own. Mm -hmm.
1: You can still be Mm -hmm. in
0: the dorm with living community, but you can still have your own space.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you moved
2: back home and, um, I can't remember at what point then you moved in with friends into the quote unquote, the, the, trap, the, tra- house. the trap house, the trap house. Yes. <laughs> what does uh, that mean? I don't know. What does that mean? That's just
1: what we, that it was just our name for it. actually wasn't even my name for it. That's what, um, there was, there were some kids that were living in this, um, three bed, one bath, um, little apartment, you know, part of a. I would say was it a part of a fourplex setup? Yeah. Is that how that looked, right? Yep. Um, so we were living in the one unit, three bed, one bath. All on um, level,
2: All four, all four units were like in a row. They yes. Like there wasn't like an set. upstairs. They, they weren't, weren't stacked. stacked. Yeah. They're yeah. yeah
1: side by side, if yeah. you will. Yeah. And I had moved in there, I think, in June of
2: between your first and second year of school.
1: Yeah, because we had there was COVID, right? Where we were just locked down, and then I think yeah. shortly after that, uh, 2021. Yeah, I think it had to have been uh, June of 2021 is when I had moved back in um, with some friends again, both who I had been. Um, pretty close with one of them. I was actually business partners with.
2: And his and his parents are really good people, and we were, fr- you know, we're friends with them. And you know, she had a, a rental property for the boys yep. to go into, and it, it worked out. I think overall, I mean, it was a good place, and she gave you guys a good deal, and yep. all of the things were good. But there were definitely some lessons to be learned from that one as well.
1: Yeah, one it just boils back down to the exa- same exact thing: like who's cleaning, who's not cleaning, who's you know, mm-hmm.
0: who's um, using the other people's stuff and not replacing it
1: and- exactly. Well, and then three three dudes for one bathroom is mm-hmm. is awful. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And it's like it I can disgusting. It's awful. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It was terrible. Well, yeah. and like this was this was one of the things that I just sometimes and sometimes I like I set it up in a way like for example the the bathtub. Hadn't been unclocked, like hadn't been drained, you know. So when you showered, you'd have water that just fills up over your feet, right? You know, it
2: needed it snaked, it needed
1: snaked, it yeah. needed snaked, but no one would do it. So I just sat and waited. I was just like, Who's gonna do it? Who's gonna do it? <laughs> no one does. No, <sighs> why would anybody go out of their way Except to go to your, snake the bathtub? It's up to your I, I'm sure I'm glad you didn't call your dad to do it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I went and did it. I went, yeah, so I went to Walmart and had to go buy a snake and then just snaked it. No longer filling up at that point you know and the issue was is it's like i at the time i don't think I, I i wasn't having any like girls over but if there are girls over that need to use the bathroom or they need to shower there the last thing you want is your bathroom to be, to gross, be dirty to yeah, be dirty girls, and that's girls what,
2: clean bathrooms are that's important exactly and that that yeah.
1: that's, it's your safe space yeah it's your, it's safe, your safe space, space you know and you i wonder
0: why they're leaving and going to the gas station yeah no
1: sh- <laughs> you have a problem I, and i always i always tried my best to make sure like, that I the bathtub an yeah, exactly i always tried my best to make sure that anytime that we yes. had guests over we cleaned the bathroom first like it didn't yeah. really matter you know if the kitchen was super dirty or if the living room had blankets or whatever laying around like that wasn't really the end of the world But as long as the bathroom was clean i felt okay to have company over
2: I remember you commenting because one of the things that we always, when the boys were growing up, like if we had company coming over, yes, get in to make sure the bathroom, bathrooms, bathroom's clean. Bathroom's that's
1: really the clean.
0: most important thing. We want. Oh, yeah. I to tell people now they come to my house and I'm like, yeah, don't go in Liam's bathroom. <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. I've exactly.
0: got other ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, and that was yeah. like that
1: was the same thing at the dorm at the uh, at the college. It was the same thing. We had, um, I think there was three bathrooms. There was one upstairs and then two downstairs. Now I think the one one was just like a like a standing shower and toilet kind of bathroom. Then the other one had the actual bathtub. Right. Um so obviously mine and whoever was in that corner of the of the uh, the unit, we had the one. So every time I always tried to make sure that it was clean, but same thing. You kinda of set it up to see like who's gonna clean it, who's going to try and take the responsibility of cleaning, it, and they never did. You know, so it's always me. You know Clorox wipes you know you're wiping everything down you're cleaning the floors and everything disgusting disgusting with that many people that were living there
2: so how long did you share the trap house with your friends how long were you there
1: i think i was there a year and a half
2: were you there a year and a half
1: because i I moved out in um october i think not quite a year and a half but year and three months year and four months or something sure um
2: I feel like for the most part, you had a good time there, enjoyed your friends there. The beginning was pretty good. We all got COVID. So we were
1: all together um, sick. And Mm -hmm. then somehow it was great. Somehow the parents didn't coordinate. So we got three Giant ass shipments of, of groceries, food. yeah. And me stuff. and
2: Grant, because we were living down here in Cheyenne, and I sent this huge bin of food yeah. up with Grant to Jaden, and then apparently all the other yep. moms had done the same thing. So yeah. they were it's like jackpot, ca- yeah. Yeah, yeah jackpot. cabinets are full, fridges full,
1: <laughs> the whole kitchen. June, there was nowhere. <laughs> the table you couldn't send anywhere because we had so many bags of
2: food. and
1: bins of food everywhere. Well
2: loved, you kids. It was were well it was well loved. loved. It was yep.
1: well loved. But yeah, and then I think it was June moved in i think everything went pretty well we did our we did a friend's christmas um so we all bought gifts and stuff for each other um for the christmas day we figured out a day that worked for everybody Mm -hmm. and then that was that spring and summer that shit started to hit the fan you know Um, well they
2: say i mean ultimately as you graduate from high school and you start to grow I mean, so few friendships actually make it through that right. process, whether you're living together or not. Exactly. You know, because yeah. you just you change, you a lot. change you and you go on your separate ways yep. and you don't really have school holding you together anymore. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know that for you and Josh both, I think that was, and I, I remember my brothers talking about it too, that that's kind of, you kind of grieve a little bit because you think those friends are going to be your friends forever. And then you realize that that's right. not really the case. And it's a little disappointing, I yeah. know.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, I was so... Like, hell-bent on it back back then, losing friends and friend groups changing and stuff. I hated it. Now it's just like there's been people I've been friends with for many, many years, and then we just part ways, and I'm just like, I don't care. Well, that's, you know?
0: that's what I have to sometimes go. Sometimes you just are in different places yeah. in your life, and it's like we were friends, but now we have different things going on, right. and it's just not the this- – Saying. And it's
1: not that you're not it's friends. It's not that you're not friends. Yeah, well, it's sure. Just it's just that you're don't, not... sure. you don't sure Yeah, you, you turn more into like an acquaintance. acquaintance. You turn more into, you know, Yeah, you're like, it's not that I don't like you.
0: It's just that we're yeah. not as close as we were.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And that's how it's been for a lot of them. And then there, there are exceptions, too, where there are people that come in and then you're just like, okay, well, I don't need to have people like you in my life. It's yeah. like,
0: mm-hmm. I'm
1: too, I'm at a point now where I, I have things that I want to be buying, mm-hmm. you know, saving up money for and putting my effort and time into than to sit and worry about our friendship like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna if <laughs> yeah. you want to be here you will you yeah, know that's yeah, basically that's how it is that's true so
2: well so wrapping up sort of your dorm experience and apartment or you know living with friends experience once again what would be your advice to anybody your age that's thinking about moving in with friends
1: i think a thorough background check on whoever you're <laughs> living with <laughs> yeah. is important yeah i don't even yeah. care if it's friends i think yeah and this is this is i And I should have known about it when I had moved into the, the, my recent apartment and that whole fiasco is, it's just like, you need to know who
2: you're living, who
1: you're living with. And if it's not going to work, you know, I almost feel like what I should have done with the recent property or the recent rental that I was living in was, um, I can't, I don't know what the exact rules are on the lease if it's dependent on whoever designed the lease or not but i think you can't have anybody living there for more than 30 days without them being tied to the lease usually yeah so what i should have done was just not had the roommate on the lease and let him live there for 30 days just to see how it is oh
2: good advice and then
1: if i think it's a good fit then maybe put him in a lease maybe do something like that but so
2: jaden got his first you went into your first solo living on your own yep. apartment yep. last summer
1: Yep, last and June. And then you
2: decided to help out a friend.
1: Well, it was actually an employee. An emplo- it was an employee of mine. Yep. Yeah, that And needed help. Needed, needed help, and it sounded stay. like yeah. And I, 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 he was a really nice kid, and he still is. I, I mean, mm-hmm. um, you know, things were actually really well between us. Um, but it did sound like an, initially that he had kind of a, a bad at home experience and needed somebody to live with, and found out that I was living with by myself, and asked me if he could, you know, take the other room. Mm-hmm. So I was like. I want to help you you're my employee like i want the best for you i want you to be able to succeed and if that means that you can get out of the situation you're in like i can help you
2: but that didn't should
1: not have done that
2: (laughs) (laughs) so you actually have a dorm experience moving into somebody else's place experience and then your own rental place Trying exactly. to live with people in all yeah. three areas, and it just yeah. was not
1: nope. an enjoyable thing for you. No, and that's what I'm no. saying. You just, gotta, you just have to live with well, it. Well, what
0: I was going to say is I've heard, and I don't know because obviously it was a long time ago when I went to college, but nowadays you got moved in with your team, but now I right. think you take all of these quizzes and these –
1: Yes, compatibility yes.
0: test kind of like sure, mm-hmm. kind of like you're being on eHarmony, harmony. Right. And <laughs> they kind of match you with, like, do you stay up at night? Yes. Do you sleep? Are exactly. you messy? Are you and they try to like mm-hmm. match you a little better, right? Back when I was in college, you just got a random person, like, whether yeah. we have anything in common or not. Yeah, I don't know. They now, didn't ask me any of that.
2: I remember with Josh when he went into the dorms in Laramie, they did ask some of those questions, they did ask sort of your general temperament, personality, what your hobbies were. But I do think they maybe should have asked more about how do you live in your How house? do you right. live? Are Own you clean? Yes. 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 Yeah, you- because my, because I think the my son takes up all the space he lives in. Like he can yes. use every corner of the yes. room that he lives in. Whereas, <laughs> and I say that with love, Josh. Yes. <laughs> But I think the kid that he lived with, that was not the case. And so my son just sort of consumed the room. Oh, God. And I do think it was just not a good fit. Like they just weren't friends and it, you know, it just was hard. Yeah. So I do, but I do think they kind of do that now.
1: If I recall, uh, his dorm rooms were pretty tiny. I mean, Uh, I mean, the dorms in
2: Laramie are like half the size, like half the size of this room practically. So, yeah, I mean, barely anybody I think would want to live in that size of space. So. With someone you just met. Exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. Do yeah. your research. So now you have a goal in mind. And so your living situation has changed again. So you want oh. to tell us about that?
1: Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> changed. I mean, it was, I don't think I've lived anywhere solid since high school for more than a year and a half. You know, so I was.
2: Moved down here for. Well, I, well, I was, I
1: was in, I was high school and then graduated. And I was in the dorms for a month. Back in with the parents for about a year then was at the trap house for about a year and a half, year and three months, and then moved out, was with my grandma for a couple months, moved Cheyenne, lived here for over a little over a, little a, year. Over a year, moved back in with my grandma for a couple months, found a place, was there for six <laughs> months, seven months, and now I'm back back with my grandma, grandma again.
2: But there's a decision behind that the dis- that I yeah, think is worth it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
1: I mean, it was... Um, We're making a lot better money than what I was making, you know, so it's been it's been... Expediting the process to I, obviously the the goal is to get into a duplex, threeplex, fourplex to some degree, um, and if I can just live with her, save maybe three months, four months of rent. When something comes up, come spring or summer, I'm ready to because it's so competitive up in Gillette right now. I mean, three of them hit the market on
0: last one week or the week Wednesday before. or
1: something, you know, mm-hmm. and then they were all under contract Thursday.
2: Yeah, so one of the Just things ridiculous. that we've learned up in Gillette right now is that fourplexes are like a rare commodity yeah. <laughs> at the moment. So like I even have realtor friends that are posting on social media, Hey, I have a buyer for a fourplex if anybody's right. looking to sell. So what so what makes it a little bit different, like for Jaden buying his first investment property, like down here you could probably get away with asking for help with closing costs depending on the property that you're buying. Right. Up in Gillette, you cannot do that because You
1: gotta be asking overpriced. Yeah.
2: You you, you might be coming in over because multiple offers coming in on fourplexes, right. and then of course, nobody's paying closing costs. On exactly. That. They might on a single um, family, family home, home but right. not on a fourplex. No way. So yeah. now Jaden has to make sure he has all the money for full closing costs, plus money down, yeah. plus earnest money to get in because well, up there it's so competitive. Yeah,
1: well, and then you also don't want to break the bank either, you know? So I mean, you've got to put you gotta aside, have money put aside that way if, you know, right when I get it you know, if I need to <laughs> Do get some people moved out or I need to repair anything, you mm-hmm. got to have money for that too. You know? So if I go in and down payment and closing costs, earnest money, all that stuff is 20,000 and I have 21,000, how am I going to one live on the thousand dollars until I get paid more, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, how are you going to repair anything? How are you going to rebuild that backup? You know? So it's like trying to find that cushion as mm-hmm. well that you mm-hmm. have to have built up. So it's just living on your own, you know, just bought a, a car myself too that's you what know I've heard. so i mean that thing's been well it's been kind of a pain right now but um, <laughs> when you buy used some... it's
2: always how it is still it's yep. a 2020
1: you know so it's not like it's super used that's but true it's, that's true it's um we'll get her fixed yeah, so, we, yeah we we will we will yeah so
2: one of the things <laughs> i'd love to touch on a little bit that you have done pretty much since you were 18 years old that I'm really proud of you for is the way that you've managed your finances and mm. built your credit. Yep. And one of the things that you did, I remember immediately, was getting yourself a credit card. Yep. And we talked about the fact that you didn't want to spend more than a third right, of that credit card yep. and pay it off every month, which you have mm-hmm. been incredibly diligent about for yep. the entire time. What, you're almost 24 now, so mm-hmm. for the last six years, right. that's how you've been living.
1: Yeah, yeah, very, very frugal. For very sure, frugal. very well, and it. Well, it you
0: got your Walmart. You got, I do. You downgraded. I did.
1: I've downgraded. One, it comes at a lot of it Sacrifices. comes at the exactly <laughs> a lot Walmart of sacrifice. G. What do
0: you want? One, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, a lot what of is. it has
1: come down to the um, exactly like what do you want in life? What are you willing to spend your money on? You know, and for me, I couldn't. You know, I can't go spend money all the time. You know, that was one of the issues I had with with being down in Cheyenne for a little bit was that I was spending every weekend in Laramie. You know, having fun. having fun, partying. You know, going to the the bars and stuff. Like, and I mean, gas over there, in a non aerodynamic car, a jeep, a jeep, <laughs> <laughs> and and alcohol. You're seeing friends. You're going to movies. Or you're going to dinners and stuff like that. I mean, it turns into you know, a few hundred a, a few hundred dollars every every weekend. Mm-hmm. There for probably two months. I think August, September, and even October, um, of twenty twenty. 2022, I think is when I was down here, just so much money, you know? And it finally, the turning point was, I was just going over. I was like, this is a waste of time. Like I am wasting so much money and time being over here that I can be allocating that money, you know, but it After also After comes... only
2: three months of it, I mean, do you know how many people party like that- They do. For years? Years, And yeah. I mean, you were three months into it and had enough, and exactly. I- Exactly. I, what I will say is, even though I know that's probably pretty frustrating for you to look back on, you yeah. still have the experience, you still right. got to experience it a little bit, go over to the university, hang yeah. out with your friends, get some of that partying out of your system, right. but- I, I thank God that it only took you three months, and yeah. <laughs> you're kind of over it. Yeah.
1: so. Well, I just think in general, my financial like situation is very like extreme, because like I even go to the, the sense like I won't eat if it comes at the expense of saving money. Like I go to the store and I'll buy the bare, bare minimum, like it'll be a couple loaves of bread and then peanut butter, and then that's what I'll eat every day for lunch, you know. Breakfast, I usually skip. You know I'll have lunch which is a sandwich and then maybe a a meal for dinner you know might do spaghetti might do like Mm -hmm. some sort of rice but it's like I'm also it's it's unhealthy yeah my brother was the exact same way he kind of
0: still is in college we made fun of him because we would go to his house he would unplug everything before he went to class literally everything (laughs) I mean not the refrigerator but microwave (laughs) clocks he thought he was saving Money. money yeah on his utilities i mean like every yeah. little Everybody thing wants. and you would be mm-hmm. like you could buy this and he's just like no i can't right and it would be like okay
1: no, yeah yep. and it's i'm not saying i've enjoyed any of it like the this but you're lifestyle thinking in your
0: head this isn't forever we're thinking
1: of the long term yeah is we gotta sacrifice. we gotta sacrifice while you're young healthy and like you know sh- I'm not saying that when you get older, you're not strong minded, but you know, you're kind of at your, you can work the most. Well, you
2: don't have any other responsibilities at this
1: age. Exactly. You know? And so if I can work as hard as I can through these twenties, that way my thirties, forties, everything moving forward is easier. I don't have to worry about, um, meals. I don't have to worry about, you know, I can eat whenever I want. Now it's like, I'm going to eat, um, what's the word strategically and rationally. You know, mm-hmm. to save as much money as I can.
2: You're not being compulsive Ex- about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you're making good choices, so. and and it's paid off for you because right. you're well ready to purchase your first investment property. Yeah. Now it's just kind of a matter of, like you're saying, saving <clears> up <throat> enough cash so that you can completely pay all your closing costs, right. and um, you're ready to go. Right. Well, so. and
1: hopefully after uh, tomorrow, that's going to be that's going to be helped out too. So when I moved down to Cheyenne, I had started a business while I was down here. Um, which tomorrow I am officially selling, the oh, business. Okay. So it's uh, mm-hmm. that's gonna help. And again, that's yes. kind of the same thing I'm coming down to. Is it's like your wants versus your needs. And I was dumping too much money into that business and not getting the return. I wasn't breaking even at all, not even close. I mean, you're spending five grand every summer for the license and the insurance, and I'm only bringing back in another maybe thousand at the most mm-hmm. every year. You know, because well, I was just too because, busy.
2: Well, yeah, because you have another job. I have another job. Your exactly. Soul.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So and then that was just the decision to make was to sell it, get out from it, use that money to help with what I actually want. You know? Yeah. So
2: So we had, um, there was a duplex that came up for sale last fall that Jaden almost, that we actually, I drove, I happened to be like on the road when that property came, when he noticed it and wanted to take a look at it. And so I like, I had some meetings in Casper, so I drove to Casper and then I drove to Gillette to show him the property and um, we took a look at it and made an offer on it. Yeah, actually. Yeah, we did. And what's interesting about it in that particular property, the sellers had only owned it about ten months, mm-hmm. and um, we're looking to
0: make fifty,
1: 50 yeah, thousand on the on the <laughs> flip. I was like, "There's no and way." So we did they
0: do anything to it? They just, no, nothing,
1: okay, no nothing, no nothing.
2: And so anyway, he made an offer, and they countered, and I was like, "I don't think this is gonna like they didn't right. really come off their price." And so yeah. we decided to wait, and actually, it sat on the market for another. Three months, and I did get a hold of the realtor, and I'm like, "Hey, you know, did it it is it, it's under, under contract, contract now. now, yeah, but it's it's been on the market since what, last June or June. July? So it's been yeah, yeah, a long while. So, um, and then a realtor friend of mine had sent out an email to everybody saying that these three fourplexes were coming on the market, and this is what I'll say yeah. is the advantage to having a relationship with a realtor is if they do have. Um, properties that are going to hit the market on a certain day, they can let you know ahead of time that that's coming. So that's one of the benefits. She had sent out an email to all of her clients saying that these were coming on the market. And so I reached out to Jaden, But at this point, we're coming to understand that he's going to have to have all of his closing costs and not ask for help with that. So it didn't make sense for him to jump on that because they, and she received multiple offers. Yeah. I mean, there's
1: just, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do at that Mm -hmm. point. I mean, it's just, you
2: know. So now it's just a matter of maybe a couple Couple of things um, having the closing costs ready number one yeah and number two maybe finding somebody which you actually have one or two people it sounds like that own four that are mm-hmm. looking to sell and just having that inside
1: yeah.
0: connection mm-hmm.
1: really. yeah the inside connection yeah that'll be good
0: well and i think we learned a lot from um taylor mm-hmm in the seller finance, in the bit. well, and just in or, the seller finance, but maybe even just starting to like reach out to people, like you said, so you right. have, you know, like, like you said, make sure everyone knows that what you're looking for. So if something right. does yeah. come up,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, so and then the reason why you mm-hmm. can. Uh, well, and we talk about this all the time because I think a lot of people in their twenties think it's impossible to buy a house right now. Like it's just not, not something that they can do, Yeah. but when you, you can use an FHA loan to
0: mm-hmm. buy
2: an investment property and only have the three and a half percent down, but you have to live in it for one year, Right. which you're prepared to do yep. for that first year. Yep. And then, um, is it 75% of the rent can be applied towards the, um, how does it work, Lindy? Towards the payment, correct? So, like, right?
0: Yes. Is show to that you have to qualify? Yes. yes. Right.
1: Right.
2: So, um, so then, like, even with the um, duplex that you were looking at, your mortgage lender, and we'll give a shout out to Laura up in July with Bay Equity because she's the one helping you with that. You can, um, uh. She takes a look at the current rents and kind of figures that into qualifying you for this purchase. And so it isn't as hard as it maybe potentially feels like, but you have to have some grit and some patience to, (laughs) and maybe being a little frugal, although we still want everybody to eat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. yeah. To purchase your first investment property.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think, I mean, um, the nice thing I think I can take from living in the... The trap house, um, living with grandma, mm-hmm. um, the the recent one that I just moved out of mm-hmm. um, is that you can get in there and see how nice places are, things that you want to have in your places. You know, if you want the, you know, the, the cabinets, you want the nice fridge, you want the appliances, the flooring, all that stuff. And then even just how I was there, you know, how am I treating it? How are other people going to treat it? You know, I mean... God, I mean, me and my grandma spent probably two and a half, three hours cleaning the apartment afterwards, which I'm pretty certain do, do all fourplexes and um, owners of fourplexes have to have those professionally cleaned when people move out. How does that work?
0: Well, they should. Depends they on should. them. Yes. It, it It
1: is dependent on the person. Like there uh, is like. There's
0: landlords who don't do anything. Well,
1: they say is there's no like law about that. No. That You have to have someone come in. No, and clean but I'm going to tell yeah.
0: you. Usually, it's how you return it. How you. We're rented. And, sure, yeah, yeah that it would was make... rented to you. Exactly. Now, yeah. not
2: everybody does that. <laughs> <huh>? Yeah, <laughs> right. but
0: it also. No. It, uh,
1: if you want your deposit, deposit back, back. <laughs> obviously you want it to be somewhat. If you get some of the deposit back, oh yeah, I would hope so. I would yeah. hope to get some of it back. Yeah. You, you leave know, it like a dump, you're not going to get it back. It, well, yeah. sure, and that's what I was kind of like fearing. Is there was some things that, um, at all of the places at the, um, at the trap house at the dorms. And even at this one, when you have people that live with you that if they
2: mess it up, mess
1: it up, it affects it affects you as well, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I even (laughs) this this kind of ties into, you know, with the dream of owning the fourplexes and stuff, too, is to somehow get into like Airbnbs as well, which kind of comes down to the same thing. You have people Mm -hmm. that are going to be in there renting it and you're going to have to have people that go in and clean it and stuff like that. And I had an experience down at spring break. And that's like my fear almost now with owning an Airbnb
2: in
1: Lake Havasu (laughs) and having a party group is the houses get absolutely trashed. Like that would be my fear. I was always thinking like, I want a vacation house that I can rent out all year long Mm -hmm. in Lake Havasu. And then one month out of the year I can go stay there. You know, that will be my vacation month or my vacation two weeks, three weeks, whatever. And now that I have been in an Airbnb in a vacation area too, it almost makes me not want to. Maybe not, not, in, a to do it. Maybe not in a spring break area. Maybe not a spring break area. You can see why it's... some of them
0: put on there that they don't want parties. Exactly. Like, they don't. No, they don't want bachelor parties. Bachelor right. Or they have right. a they really they high spring breakers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or they have a really high
2: like deposit. Right. right to cover to anything. Cover any... Yeah. Yeah. Because you guys had a good old time in there, huh? We did. And it wasn't just you guys. I mean, that like, like you said, oh, there God, were half
1: hundreds. The, half of... the town was coming over to our Airbnb. You know, we had, we had. <laughs> you should
0: have got a cover charge or something so you could pay for all the there damage. Yeah. Pay some money if you want to come in I mean, here. Yeah. So I, we're going to have to give it to the person who owns the home.
1: Exactly. Well, and we, we, I mean, we got a really, really nice Airbnb. I mean, for eight of us staying there, I think we each paid about 400 bucks. And you were there um, about a week? Um, yeah, Tuesday to Saturday. Yeah. I think. Um, and it was, yeah, I mean, it was incredible. Like, what a magical time. <laughs> you know, to be down there. I mean, I really enjoyed it, but then uh, same thing. Yeah. I mean, when you're down there and you think about it, you know, what all happened at that Airbnb, are people going to be honest too? Are people? Gonna like, okay. We don't want bachelor parties. We don't want spring but breakers here. Still
0: sneak in there and do are it? people yeah. still
1: going to do it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're probably gonna, you yeah. know? So I don't know. I think there's been a lot of experience that you're drawing from. that even though I don't like it, I don't like the fact that I've had to move six times in the last four years. You know, six I've had years. to six years, whatever. I've had to be moving in and out of places, but it gives you an idea of how perspective. Perspective, yeah, exactly. Yep. So,
2: so your goal for this year is to buy your first investment. This probably. year, this year,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like slowly that keeps getting pushed back, but <laughs> You'll have hopefully, it. hopefully, yeah. this year. And a lot of that is dependent on what comes available, of right. course. You know, and mm-hmm. if I'm ready, because um, it always. It, that's the other thing that's always sucked too. Is it seems like. Every time I feel like I'm just about there and just about ready to get into a fourplex, something will come up and then I have to break the bank a little bit. The car breaks. The, you know, something. The,
0: did something happen with the car? Is that what you
1: well, so Well, I just was needing a new car, oh, okay. first off. So I had an 08 Wrangler that I, had, I bought it, or we bought it, I should say, in 2019 i think 2019 2020 was it
2: right after you graduated from high school where you were in college yeah
1: or... i think it was my second i think it was a sophomore yeah. um in college and drove it It was everything was going super well i don't know when we bought it april maybe somewhere in the springtime and that following fall i went down to a friend i had a friend that played in football in november in november yes because you guys were at we were the in vegas you guys were at the, november, the racing race. the drag <laughs> racing yes yeah. and oh. i uh went down i had a friend that played football for the cowboys and drove down to watch him, and I go through the canyon. I get to Laramie, I get to the first light, and all my gauges dropped. While I was par- while I was waiting for the red light, so I went to step on the gas, and the car's not moving. You know, so I had to put it in park, turn the car off, turn it back on. Rough, r- like rattling sound in the engine. Got to my friend's house, and it is just rattling. It's so bad. It's so bad. Finally, we end up taking it in. Um,
2: well, we had to have it. Toad or whatever to yeah. the, to a shop and lo and behold the engine was blown and yeah. just so you know I know you have one son we have three all three of them blue, blue engines engine. I don't feel so like
1: so I
0: have one brother that's it and he's the only one who's driven one into a lake and I <laughs> oh my mean, God. he's done some things to cars so Boys. I can didn't, imagine didn't you,
1: didn't you drive one into a lake?
0: a pond a pond you yeah. did you did okay okay
1: oh <laughs> Don't think I wasn't going uh, to forget about <laughs> that. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that was a good time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I ended up, um, I mean, it was, a, it was six grand to put a whole new engine yeah. into that jeep. Everything went fine, um, moving forward, but recently it, it had a rough leak. I was leaking coolant. I was putting $40 of coolant in every every two. Oh, every light was on the, the, it thought my, (laughs) I mean, it thought that my parking brake was on, you know, my tire, my low tire gauges were on, you know, the, the check engine was on. And so, more of the decision to get a new vehicle fell on, fell on Grant. He, he didn't want me to be in that Jeep because if it broke down again, you have no you resale don't even value. Know. Well,
0: and also yeah. you don't even know what's actually wrong. Exactly true. Yeah, You're I'm just not. driving, no. driving to Cheyenne. Yeah. So, no. so, so
1: we were, we, we, All the lights we had the discussion that it was probably like a head gasket. Right. Thing. And yes. that's not a, a great fix. If, if it goes out, you're, burn your engine up same thing exactly yeah. yeah one it was just time to get rid of it it was just time to get rid of it and we we didn't know it had been uh a few years since we had replaced the engines so we didn't know if it was going to happen again and we wanted to get the warranty the was a resale value yeah. out of it so yeah. we wanted to be able to at least sell it for something because if the engine blows again you can't you're just gonna sell it for scrap parts yeah. yeah parts yeah um so then coincidentally the 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 day um that he's talking about me getting rid of it she's sending me this letter that got mass sent to the customers of Gillette to we'll we'll buy your used vehicles we're looking for used vehicles and I went up and found um this really nice uh gladiator Rubicon that's just it's got the big tires it's got the you know it's got the what is it the the wench and then the is it the cold air intake is that what that is the cold air intake looks like a um. They said you can drive it like through rivers and shit. But let's let's let that out. But yeah. Let's, but yeah, yeah, getting kind of off topic and everything. But let's but.
2: preface this by saying that is so important when you're pre-approved to purchase a yes. property. Which you are pre-approved. Yes. You went to your mortgage. You went to Laura yes. first and yes. asked. Yes. Can I afford to do this? Yep. Can I still yeah, purchase? It could have ruined, ruined it. it yep yes and, and she so, exactly yes. and
1: she told me about that because i asked her what can i afford and still be able to buy yes a property in this price range yeah if so one comes and she says, you need to keep it at i think it was 500 and less per month yep. payment yeah and i think i got them talked down it's like 530. So I'm a little, I'm kind of on obviously the higher end of it, of course. But but, we think with interest um, rates
2: coming down this summer, he can refinance refinance it.
1: Exactly, which that'll be, I mean, the whole car process in general was something new. And that's something that Mm -hmm. has been fun and it's been interesting because they don't teach that stuff in school. Mm -hmm. They don't teach you how to go get a car, car, buy a house, loans, credit cards. They don't teach you any of that. I mean, I think if you get into the right classes, you'll learn a little bit about that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, like I had taken, um, like I went to college for business had a lot of business classes and none of them were actually super helpful except Mm -hmm. for I had a money management class, which had nothing to do with money management, believe it or not. The teacher was more set on starting your own business. Greatest class I think I could have ever taken because it preps you for starting your own business business and everything that you need to know. Mm -hmm. And I wish that they had classes where you could go in and learn more about what happens after high school. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a few episodes back with, uh, not Thatcher, I don't think. uh, Taylor? Maybe Taylor. We were talking about the same thing. Right. Those are the subjects that should be taught in school. That was Thatcher. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And you don't get them. I mean.
0: Mm -mm. Um, Dave Ramsey does have a class for young people to teach them on how to do all of this stuff. But that costs money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not free. Right. Well, and the one balance I think
2: Grant and I have been trying to strike with our sons is um, letting them navigate the Mm -hmm. world a little bit themselves. Like there's no. You have to make mistakes. You have to to make mistakes. You got to go out and try it. But we also like you're also kind of paying attention close enough to say, oh, yeah, you're doing that really great. Like, that's perfect. That's the process. Or like, oh, well, wait a minute you know this did you think of this (laughs) yeah and jaden's been really great like he went actually the whole day that he was in there like buying that car i was like i just want to be there like listening and like protecting and but jaden handled it all just fine and he got a good deal Well, yeah i mean we still we still kept in touch and we still still, communicating we
1: still had yeah i mean um but it was nice like i said it was nice to be able to be doing things on your because you know Mm -hmm. you can't always have
2: your parents, with your you. parents with you, or mm-hmm.
1: people that are experienced in that. But you can't yeah. always have people around. You don't want to around. even actually. Yeah, yeah, I for the most part, I think all growing up, I really kept you guys at a distance from helping me yeah, in Jean's every aspect. Very independent. You don't <laughs> <Yeah>. want help. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, it was good, but.
2: Well, this all sounds like I mean I'm like I said I've been really excited for you that you're really grabbing a hold of this because I think any all people in their twenties should buy at least one investment right. property because you're probably going to pay it off before the 30-year amortization comes up, right? Yep. And so, but even if you did take every month of those 30 years, what, you're gonna be in your early 50s and have investment properties paid off and just exactly. making income for you? Exactly. So it's just a good idea to you know set yourself a goal of an investment property. You're gonna buy your first one this year and maybe the next one, one within the next two years. Exactly, that was And every two years maybe be buying. And so by the time you hit 30, you've got two or three investment properties. And that's just, It's just smart. It's just the way it should be done. And you, I wish, you know, that's not something that happened for me or us in our 20s. (laughs) We were busy getting married and having babies in our 20s. So, and I'm super happy about that.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Yes. um, But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, you don't have any responsibilities yet. Get in there and make, you know. Right. Set yourself up for the future as much as you can. That's the plan. And we heard that from Taylor. That's the plan. And we heard that from Thatcher as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Anyway.
1: All good people. All good people. Yeah.
2: So one final um well let me ask you this, because we've been asking everybody this and even though you don't live in Cheyenne right now and right. you know it's my ultimate goal to get you back here. Right. What is your favorite thing about Cheyenne?
1: I think the accessibility to go do things. Yeah. I think that's what I like. I mean being in Gillette, I mean anything that you want to go do is two hours away, four hours away, six hours away. You know, you can't really go do anything. Being in Cheyenne, I mean, it was a, you know, drive through the canyon to the to the football games or to go see friends. Um, you could go down into Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, you could do. There was so much you could do, and it's really easy if you if you had to leave, you go catch a flight yeah. out of Denver. You only had to drive an hour hour and a half down there. You know, you're in Gillette. You gotta. I mean, we we have the airport there, but it's you know. That's what I'm getting at. Is that you just there's not a lot to do. There's not a lot going on. You're really just confined to. And I think Gillette's a great place. I think it's a great mm-hmm. place to raise people. It's safe, mm-hmm. you know. But just yep. having more things to do and more access to go do things yep. on a
2: consistent basis, on a consistent
1: basis, and and on a quicker time frame too, because not not everybody has the whole day. But if you have, you know, maybe the morning, it's easy to jet down to Fort Collins or Loveland, mm-hmm. do whatever you need to do, and come back. If I'm in Gillette, I can't just jet down to Fort Collins. Mm-hmm. and make it make it make under a day It's a trip. day trip. It, it is an entire day, if not yeah, more trip. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, and
2: your dad and I were talking about that last weekend when we went to the Border Wars game over in Laramie, right. the basketball game. You know, it's 45 minutes over there and 45 minutes back. Exactly. And if you're, you know, we love gillette as well but if we're going to go down to the border wars game we're going to come down we're going to stay the night yep. you know it's this it's a yep. it's just a longer i completely agree what we love too is that we're still in wyoming it's still home yep. but more access of things to do for sure exactly
0: so mm-hmm. your favorite question i know yeah my favorite question if you could purchase property anywhere in the world where would it be and why
1: now is that like in like however i how there's it, no there's, money there's, there's there's no, no, no nothing in no question restraints. just there's a place yep, a there's a there's a dream location yep. for a property home what, well, or whatever place, kind anything. of property it you want really. Any property really
0: really <laughs> you can buy any property where would you
1: <sighs> god i don't know i don't know i feel like for me it would have to be and i haven't more of it wouldn't necessarily be on like the location that i would care about. It's whatever location that is going to bring in the most business. Like if I decide that I want to get, like I said, an Airbnb or I want a vacation house that people can rent out throughout the year, it's going to be wherever is going to generate the most income. That's more where I care about it because I mean, you know, if it's a vacation. home, I'm not going to be there much, but Mm -hmm. maybe two weeks, somewhere warm, Mm -hmm. I would hope. Um, but I've never really, I hadn't really ever thought about a dream place to live. I don't, um,
2: well, your answer very interestingly. You're the only the second person in the two or three months we've been doing this now to answer as it relates to being it, it being income producing. Yeah. Philip, just last week, who yeah. is a fellow realtor here, also said yes. wherever he could have an
0: investment property.
1: Exactly, <laughs> and that's more like yeah. wherever it's going to generate the most, most income, it. <laughs> wherever it's going to be the he most. He going to buy
0: a hotel. Really? Land where he could build a hotel. James I'm like, like, connect me with Philip. I was like, uh, <laughs> that's genius. Who, we, we think of like Airbnb and that stuff, right. he was thinking on like a Bigger. big scale. On a big, big scale. scale. Yeah. Which when is I haven't ever,
1: when I haven't, and I guess I'm only hearing this from Zaffron's point of view, because you know his family, they own the hotels here in Wyoming mm-hmm. for the most part. I guess I mm-hmm. can't say it's every hotel, but they own a lot a of lot. them in this mm-hmm. area. Um and I don't know. I think I, that would always be my fear. I don't know how well
0: how well they do. You'd how well want, they do. You would need to pick a place like you said. You would need to pick
1: a place that's consistently that having a touristy business. Touristy place. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know. Because I think anywhere where it's not touristy, and you're owning hotels and everything, I don't Something know down. if you are making enough every month. I mean, is it? Mm-hmm. Is it even worth it to get into that? We don't know enough about that business. Exactly. I don't know mm-hmm. enough about it, you know, mm-hmm. but like I said, I think for me, it would have to just be yeah somewhere where it's warm. That way, if I do want to go down, you know, Arizona, Texas, Florida, you know, somewhere where it's sunny and nice for the most part. Um, but then sounds
0: like maybe not a college town where you could own an apartment building and rent a college student. <laughs> well, and I mean, and
1: I wouldn't even mind <laughs> no, that either, to be <laughs> yeah. honest, you know, but I think, I think if I have like a, uh, like a fourplex or something within a college town. I think it's going to be very important that I have a very well, uh, I have a very good cleaning crew as well that I can pay to professionally go in there and clean. Not that I wouldn't want to go in there and clean, but I think it would make it easier, Mm -hmm. you know, to pay somebody to just go in there and And clean it, make it look nice, repair it, (laughs) stuff like that. Just have
0: to know some things are going to happen possibly. Exactly. And that's kind of,
1: that's kind of my fears. I, and this is just how I am as a person too. I always try to, think people should act like how I'm going to, you know, I go and I live in this place and I take really good care of it. I'm always cleaning it. I'm not being destructive. I'm not trying to, I'm treating it. It's not mine. Mm -hmm. I'm here temporarily. So I can't be treating it poorly. If it was my own place, whatever, it's my own home, Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, but because I'm renting from somebody, I'm putting money into um, their properties and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. I need to treat it correctly. So when I left, you know, like I said, me and Grandma, we did a really good job cleaning. And I fear that if I have people, most people aren't like that. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like if I have renters that are going to come in, they're going to rent and then they leave it. You, you know, like have a pig to sty, expect that almost. I'm, and that's what where I—that's that's where I'm. It's going to take me owning one to build that, build mm-hmm. that up, and be like, okay, this is just how people are going to be. I think at first I'm going to struggle with the, I'm going to get like almost mad because they're not me <laughs> if that makes sense if that yeah. makes sense i mean they're not i have conversations with
0: people all the time who think it's their home okay so they bought it and it yes. was their home and they have these feelings around the home yes. and now they're gonna move and they're like i'm gonna rent the home right and i'm like you have to be prepared when you come back and something has happened to your home mm-hmm. they take it personal exactly you have to think of it as a property and not and yes kind of like detach exactly yourself exactly yeah. exactly exactly because it's, it's hard because yeah people don't treat people don't think like that they think this isn't my house
1: (laughs) whatever yeah i can just treat it however i want and then up and leave whenever i want as well Mm -hmm. you know so i think there's going to be a lot of there's a learning curve for sure but yeah I'm excited. I think it'll be good.
2: Yeah, I hope awesome. you find something great. Well, um, once you get that your first property um, under contract and purchased, and you're moving in, we'll have to have you come back down mm-hmm. or hear about and hear about how and it, all, about how it all, all went. Yeah. Yep. And mm-hmm. then it'd be really great just to kind of follow your story a little bit as you are, you know, in your 20s and building yourself an investment portfolio. Right. I know the one thing that you've talked about is that you want to have sort of a million dollars of. Um, investment, investment property yes by the time yes. you're 30 by the time I'm 30 35 that was kind of the, yeah. the goal was to have at least yep. that
1: much five properties roughly and if you yep. can average them at the yeah. two hundred thousand mark yep. which is pretty easy because yep. i feel like most of them are sitting closer to three and four yeah 000. exactly so, I mean, yeah. So if you get two. a good
0: one you may be two yeah. exactly yeah. yep so, so that's the plan all right Yay. well Thank
2: you so much for having us on. And for all of our listeners, um, this is Lindy and Rhea with Peak Properties. We're realtors here in Cheyenne, Wyoming. And so if you are looking to buy or sell, you can find us on www.sellcheyenne.com as well as all of our social media accounts. And uh, I think that's it. So thank you, Jaden. You're welcome. Thank you for having me here. I appreciate it. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome.
0: This episode of Beyond the Front Door is brought to you by Peak Properties in Cheyenne, Wyoming. With over 75 years of combined experience in real estate, it's our goal to help clients buy and sell and save by providing the information you want and the professional services you expect. Let us help you with your residential, commercial, HUD, income-producing properties, as well as vacant land and rental needs. To learn more, visit www.sellcheyenne.com.